be unto you. Dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the scripture. My name is Oluwabukola Pereira. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. And I want to use this medium to say Happy New Year to you and all of yours. I pray that the Almighty would lead you, guide you, teach you all of the things that you need to do this year. And I also pray that you will be obedient to the Lord so that you would have an amazing year. Because if you listen, you get it right. So today I have with me Brother Tolu Adeina. My brother in the Lord. I wish you can see him right now. <laughs> well, Brother Tolu is going to be leading us in the Word. And I am excited for it. Because, I mean, it's amazing how the Lord has been using him. So, I hope you're blessed the way I will be blessed. Hope to you, Brother Tolu. Yeah. Um, it, it, 2020 was a, was a great year. Amen. And... Uh, Many things happened, and um, I think what what's general to everybody was a pandemic, and even in the midst of the pandemic, which is a terrible thing in the lockdown around the world, um, and God always have a way of shining light out of darkness. Amen. And and in in in, in the sight of that, there are revivals, you know, brooding everywhere. This is call to the consciousness of God that kept staring up in the heart of people all around the world even during the lockdown and even the time when it's like the whole world is under craps of of the enemy of a pandemic you know and and this you know has an overflow into the year 2021 and then the overflow is still in in the posit of God you know um, this evening I, I had I had a quest in my heart and, and I hope that the Lord helped me to be able to open it up, up you know, as, as it pleases. So the, the thoughts in my heart was just the thought of peace, you know, and, and the question is what, what's peace to a believer, you know. So fundamentally, peace to a believer is the fact that we were enemies of God, Ephesians chapter 2. Um, through the blood of the Lamb, we were reconciled back to God. The Bible says that he made peace. So peace to a believer is reconciliation back to God. So so you're asking yourself, I, I thought peace was the absence of, of war. So when you open that conversation, you would understand that um, being an enemy of God puts you in a state of jeopardy. Irrespective of how convenient you are, the Bible says that we were dead in our trespasses. So you, you have been conquered. It's not that you're in a warfare, you've been conquered. You know, that, that, that could result in many things, you know. It, it, it could result in anxiety, it could result in, you know, other things, sicknesses. It could result in other things you could see. But the first thing is that you're an enemy of God. The Bible says we were without hope. And we know God in this world. So you're an enemy of God. You, so the nature of sin dwells in you. And... And what that simply means, if the nature of sin dwells in you, is you're not in God. You're not in the family of God. You know, he said he that committed sin is of the devil. The devil, the, you are following the path, following another path, 
which leads to eternal condemnation. Death is in your soul. You are an enemy of God. And what Jesus did was, the Bible says that he said he washed us in his blood and he made us kings and priests. Colossians says that he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness. You know, my friend today was saying that we were discussing Second Peter's 1 and at the point he said that maybe we don't even understand the meaning of salvation. And he said that salvation simply could mean being delivered. So the blood of the Lamb, through the blood of the Lamb, you were delivered from the power of darkness, from the kingdom of darkness. So you were delivered from a conquered state. Are you listening? So you were delivered from a state whereby you were a slave. You're not fighting. You don't get it. You lost the battle already when you are an enemy of God. You lost the battle already. So you you were conquered. You were slave to sin. And what Jesus did was, via his blood, he reconciled, he delivered us from that state of being a slave. The Bible says he reconciled us, he transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. He changed your state from the kingdom of darkness, being a slave. The Bible says following, following the conversations, you know, according to the rulers of this world, he delivered us and he transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. So you were no more a slave to sin. Are you listening to me? You were no more in the state of being conquered. Are, are you listening to me? You, you, you know, in um, Exodus 15, uh, um, when they were singing, when they were delivered from Pharaoh and the Red Sea, you know, the Bible says that God is the man of war. So the, the Lord God fought the battle on your behalf, you know, and he reconciled you back to God. Revelation 1 says that, he said he that loved us and washed us in his blood and he made us kings and priests unto God. What a transformation there. He turned you from being a slave without doing anything, guys, without fighting any warfare. You know, and he transferred you into the kingdom of his dear son. He made you kings and priests. So you could lift up, you can lift up your head now. When you were in the world, you were in shackles of darkness. You were bound, you know. Your oppressions, even though you were, you think you know what you were doing. You were, you were operating under another atmosphere. Something that was ruling you. It's called death. And you were slave to You didn't know what you were doing. That's what the scripture says in summary. You didn't know what you were doing. You know, John 10, 10 says that the, the thief came about to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you were in that path, you know. You know, you were in that path, that path whereby they are stealing from you, you know. They are killing you because there's no life inside you. And the end of it is being destroyed, eternal condemnation. So the Bible says that, but I have come to give you life and to give you life in abundantly. Are you listening to me? So you will come to that understanding that at the point you were asleep, now you're king. And that is why, you know, the Lord God is called the king of kings you have come into another family and that family has an extension of heaven and earth i mean that family in that family hmm, ephesians chapter one says in the dispensation of time you bring together you know those who are in heaven and on earth together so in that family so as i am on earth now that i'm born again i belong to the family of god amen, amen. uh the saints who are in heaven too I belong to that same family the difference is just that i have a body they don't have a body i have a physical body i'm on earth but they have become clouds of witnesses. But we are a family of God. 
Amen. Did you get it? So John 10, 10, I was quoting before, says that, um, he said, but he has come to give us life and give us life more abundantly. And that is to talk about John 17, 3. I know where I'm going and I'm careful about what I'm doing. John 17, 3. And it says that uh, uh, this is eternal life, that we might know God the only true God. So the moment you got born again and, and, and Jesus made peace, you know, for you, you became a king. You became a king. You became a priest. You had the capacity to take all of God. Second Peter 1, 3. You had, you had access to all of God. Isn't that beautiful? The Bible says that we were sealed by the Holy Spirit. The very spirit that is Jesus from the dead is called the Spirit of God. So you have all of God. You have access to all of God. And that ability, that capacity gives us access and an enablement to know God. So the question is this, um, my state changed from being a slave to being a king in an amazing way, right? And I have access to the whole of God. So imagine what all of God is, you know, all of God is, you know, it could be wisdom, it could be knowledge, it could be the understanding, you know, the creative ability of God, you know, the Godhead, you know, resurrection power, all of that dimension of God, you know? That, that ability of the beginning and the end, that ability to know the, the end from the beginning, you know, that, that all-knowing ability, that all-wise ability, are you listening to me? That all-powerful ability, that almighty ability was, in, was in, infused inside. You have access to all of that. So the question is, if I have access to all of that, what is stopping me from knowing God? Are you listening to me? If, if I have access to all of that, what is stopping me from, from knowing God? And you'll find out that if, if, if his divine power, 2 Peter 1.3, has given us all that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So the question is, what is stopping you from knowing God? It's by that peace that we can be able to descend and download God. You know, the thoughts in my heart today... As, we, as, as I was going about my daily activity, it was simple. You know, is that the Lord is bringing me to a state of reset. And all that I thought that I had known about God, I need to surrender. That the Lord might teach me, that I might relearn of Him. And one of the fundamental things I'm learning now is if you are plugged to God, there is no lack of power. There is a consistent flow of power. So my question is, why am I not always conscious of that divine ability inside me? So my thought, my hands up, so that is it. So I began to tell myself, it's easy to discard what I just said now because it's, it's not, you're not, you're not, it's not your daily norm. Did you get what I'm saying? It's easy to, to somehow feel that maybe God comes and goes. He doesn't. He has a covenant with us, guys. The moment you're transferred, it's called God with us. 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 Us, he said. God, it's called God with us. He said, "I'm going to the Father, and I say to your benefit." He said, "Because I will tell the Father to send another helper, another comforter to you. If that comforter is abiding with us forever, the same Spirit of God inside us. Are you listening to him? So, if he's abiding with us forever, then you come. You need to then understand it. He never leaves. He never leaves means that this there's an there's an accumulate." divine consistent access to God every time 
and every day. You see that I've said it like three times because it has become my meditation throughout today. You know why? Because I wasn't used to it. I need to bring my soul to a consciousness that there's a power inside me. Ability that, that there was never a time I'm disconnected with God. That I'm always connected with God. Did you get what I'm saying? And that flow of power is inside me. And God is always with me. I get what I'm saying. This thought will bring you into... And, and this thought is, is called eternal life. It's the knowledge of God. You, you think I taught this myself? No. It's a lot bringing me from a state of glory to another state of glory. Amen. You know, as you get what I'm saying. It said, it said, no man take this honor, Hebrews, except he that is called of God. You're called of God. You're anointed. So by this peace of reconciliation that we have, we can come into the fullness of the knowledge of God. Because the end goal is to look like Jesus. Yeah. And you ask yourself, do you look like Jesus? Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not talking about the, the eternal spirit inside you. You know, that which came inside you. You know, the, the, the concluded conversation, Ephesians 1, 5 to 7, inside you. That blamelessness in your spirit. I'm talking about your, your heart, which was what we were talking about. You know, my friend was talking about it today. Your conduct, you know? Your conduct. Your, can, can you be in an atmosphere? Are you getting what I'm saying? And in that atmosphere that you have... The works of the devil is destroyed. The moment you appear in that atmosphere, the Bible says, for this purpose, the Son of God must be manifest, that they might destroy the works of the devil. So can you boldly say now, Brian, you know, uh, Tolu, Bukola, can you boldly say now that you, know, you come to an atmosphere, automatically the works of the devil in that atmosphere is destroyed. Did you get it? It's almost like there's a disconnect in one way or the other between that reality that is already concluded in God and your own present reality. Did you get it? So the point is, what is that disconnect? Who is causing that disconnect? Is it is it God? Are you getting what I'm saying? Is it God or is it me? Second Peter's one three says it's not God. He said he has given us all by his divine power, all that pertain to life and godliness. So if it is not God, friends, it is who? Is me? Is is me? Is me? Is me? He said that we keep in perfect peace. Are you listening to me? He said that we keep in perfect peace whose heart has stayed on the Lord. I'm talking about peace now in the dimension of reconciliation. Are we keeping perfect peace? Whose heart has stayed on the Lord? Because his heart, he said, because he has trusted in me. And you listen to what I'm saying. So that means, have we come to this, I will be able to bring this fullness of God inside my spirit to a reality that I can touch. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? To become what Jesus will do wherever I am. To become a full expression of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Wherever This is irrespective of what you're going through. I'm not saying circumstances of life would not come. No. Jesus said that Jesus said that there's a guy. He said he built upon the rock. That is building upon the rock doesn't mean the storm would not come. Did you get what I'm saying? It's just that he's building upon the rock. The wind will come. The storm will come. They will pass by. We're still, we're still here building. The Bible says, he, the Bible called us a lively stone. God is building a home for himself inside you. I'm telling you, the Lord God, listen, is building a home for himself. And the truth about it is, is he has called you a lively stone. So, my, my pantings this year, my... My heart cry, <laughs> my heart cry this year is simple. My heart cry this year is simple. I don't, I, I want to push myself to the limit in my press and pursuit for God. 
I'm telling you. I want to check my daily activities. How am I feeding my spirit? If it's the Lord not delaying his coming, when I mean his coming is, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the commitment of the fullness of himself to me. Are you getting what I'm saying? That am I reveal? Because if the Lord start revealing, if, if, you start, if you start revealing the Lord now, in the fullness of how the Lord had committed himself to you, it's to God's glory. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's to God's glory. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the point is, maybe I've not come to that state of absolute surrender. Did you get what I'm saying? So I'm asking my, let me do my part now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let me do my part. How am I loading my spirit? How do I live my day? Are you getting what I'm saying? What, what, what do I do daily? Where do I set my heart on? Did you get, he said, we keep in perfect peace. If purpose is his absolute download and reconciliation, are you getting what I'm saying? Connect the, the ability to take that fullness in my spirit and make it expressible. Did you get it? That conscious, he said, because he has set his heart upon him. So I want to live my days now. Are you getting what I'm saying? With a consistent consciousness on God. How you get so even when I'm watching a movie, my heart is on God. I'm listening to a song, my heart is on God. I'm with my lover, my heart is on God. I'm studying, my heart is on God. And it's simple. I want that connect, that that pipeline, that that pipeline of consistent flow of God. I want it never to be disconnected. I want I want to come to a consciousness of that I I I know when the Lord has moved. Even though I have much to say. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I know, I know when the Lord has moved. Even, with, even when it seems like many things are happening here. I know when the Lord is telling me to shut up. Even if I have many things to say. Because my eyes is consistent. My heart is consistently upon the Lord. I'm telling you. And this will shape many things that we're saying today. It will shape your character. I'm telling you. It will shape your character. It will, it will shape your disposition disposition to life you know it will shape it will shape many things you will now understand when the scripture says that he whosoever is born of god overcome the world this is the victory that overcome the world our faith you know what that means it means it means that whatever is happening around me doesn't define me because i'm not i was even never here <laughs> my hand is upon the lord my my thoughts i'm always my mind is upon the lord and you might know you the question is how do i do it's simple what, what do you do in your day throughout your daily routine which one feeds your spirit you know it which one feeds your flesh can we start reducing what feeds my flesh you know i i i i, I have an i have a you know for this is i have a funny addiction to twitter so on the 31st i told my friend i said i want to wait on the lord throughout today I just want to wait on the Lord. You know what I did? I made sure I didn't watch any movie. I made sure that I did not check Twitter. Oh, you know how temptation is, man. If you're addicted to something, you should. I, I mean, I took up my phone hundreds of times. And I would, I, would type, I would want to type in Twitter. I mean, I would want to check in on the Twitter. But I knew I'd made a commitment. The question, did the Lord tell me? No! No! I, I just made up my mind that I want him. And I want him today. And I would, I would, I would take off Twitter. I would, I would, instead of me, so I told myself that instead of me checking Twitter, I would supplement it with reading the Bible. So the moment I take up Twitter, and you know it's spontaneous. When you're addicted to something, it becomes spontaneous. The moment I take up Twitter to check Twitter, I will look at it. I will remember. I will go to Bible. 
I will remember. Sometimes I won't have the strength to read the Bible. I'll put the phone down. On my TV screen, I was playing worship songs spontaneously all through the day. I get what I'm saying. I had the effect today, January 3rd. While we're, you know, driving and on, and on the trip, I went. Second. A, a second, rather. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. When we're on the trip today, I found that that whenever I want to come to Twitter, Again, I, I, I still check like two, three times. Did you get it? But whenever I want to come to Twitter now, there's a conscious, there's not a strength to want to read the Bible more. There's a strength that check the Bible now. Like, check the Bible. It happened to me while I went to the bathroom now. Check, check the Bible now. Check the Bible now. Check the Bible now. I'm telling you, you need to make a conscious decision. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. You, you... You don't want to fade away with this generation that is brooding. This generation that has that has that has little span that that do that do not have attention for anything if it's not sparkling. <laughs> this generation can never know God if it's consistent in that dimension. Because you can't come into God without being still. It does not happen. It cannot happen. Look at the history from the Old Testament to the New Testament. You have to be still. Your soul. We're listening to a song today. Uh, is it House on the Hill by Amanda Cook? Your soul has to be still before you can come to the knowledge. Is the laws of is the laws of the spirit. You cannot. And before you begin to taste of that sweetness of the Lord, might be of that sweetness of the Lord. You need to come to stillness. Shut down. Shut shut down. Begin to reduce activities that foils your flesh. You know, activities that foil your flesh. Social media, especially for this generation. You know, activities that foil your flesh and begin to put your mind upon the law so that you can consistently be caught up in peace. And the peace I'm saying now is reconciliation. Is 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 having that pipeline consistently open so that the because the flow from the Lord is not stopped, cannot be stopped. It's never stopped. If you're connected, you're connected. But it is you receiving now. So we want to keep our pipeline open. I'm telling you, if you do this within the next 21 days, you would know that God is real. If you've ever doubted God, this is the reason. You're more consumed by the flesh. And the flesh brings death to you. Begin to cut it. Begin to cut the activities that fills your flesh. You will discover that God actually has been with you all the while. And he has been speaking to you all the while. I don't know if this is... This is just uh, yeah, a brief of, you know, <laughs> a brief of the, the, the many things going on in my head today. And this is my heart. If you can feel, this is my heart. And, and, um, and I just trust God that we could make a decision together, you and I listening to this. We can push the next 21 days together. I'm going to cut down. I'm going to cut down. Mention it. One thing that takes my attention, Instagram. Every time I have the spontaneity to open Instagram, I will read a verse of the scripture. I'll read the chapter of the script. Let's do it. Let's do it together. Anytime. Anytime. Maybe I check Instagram, you know, 10 times a day. Did you get it? Or two hours a day. Let's cut one hour out. And that one hour, supplement it with the consciously supplement it with fueling your spirit. Maybe praying in tongues. Maybe praying in the spirit. Maybe reading the Bible. You will find that, that you will begin to find strength to disobey sin. And you will find out that there's actually strength inside you to obey God. I just want to say that I love you. And God is chasing after you. And trust me, he will chase you down. You're going nowhere. He's going to chase you down. And this is one of the ways he's chasing after you. I would rather turn back and embrace him. rather than run away farther from him. I want to say that I, I love you. Thank you. Yeah.
Well, isn't it just a blessing that being born again gives us so many things, like more than we can ever imagine? Because the day you become born again, you tell God, you tell the Holy Spirit, you tell Jesus that I surrender. And that means, I mean, God can do anything without your permission. He can do anything with your life. And you can trust that whatever he does, it's going to be for his glory. It wouldn't be to shame you. It wouldn't be to just make you feel bad about your existence. But it will be to his glory. So it's, it's, just, it's just amazing to be able to trust God. But while you're trusting him, you got to keep pursuing him like Brother Tolu says. Especially in this year 2021. Yeah, we got to pursue God more. I mean, 2020 would have been worse. It could have been way worse. But because of those people out there, we believe so daily, we consistently, continually, regularly pursue God and keep praying. I mean, again, 2020 could be worse. But thank God we made it through. So now just, let's do it together. I mean this with Brother Tolu too. Let's make that conscious decision to pursue God more than ever before. Yeah, I love Instagram too. I love, I love Facebook. But those times, those times that you really want to just scroll through, spend hours scrolling through, catching up an old brother... Brother GD's life or Auntie Tokwe's studies. How about you just catch up on God? Catch up on His words. Catch up with them. I mean, He's, he's right next to you, but it feels so far away because we're so carried away. We're far from him, even though he is, even though he is sitting next to us, he's sitting super close to us. But Brother Tolu is telling us, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that we can, we can have God like face to face, while feeling, feeling His presence, because He's already there with us. Like we can feel that presence of Him if we just make a conscious decision. To pursue him more, to want to be with him more, to want to love him more, to want to hear from him more, to just want more of him. Because we have everything, we have the whole of God right next to us, right in front of our face, but we are missing out. So stop missing out. Stop missing out. Let's all stop missing out. And just do our best this year. And it's going to be a great year. You're going to look back on 2021 and be like, Wow, God is so good. And He is forever good. So we're thankful for that. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so, so, so much for your word. Thank you for always looking out for us. Thank you for always speaking to us, even... Even though we never hear you because mm. we're so carried away. Mm. Because we're too consumed by the things of the world. Mm. 
Father, thank you. Thank you for consistently, continuously speaking to us. And thank you because you were. Your wish for us is just for us to hear you. And that's why you continue to speak for us. And thank you for waiting for us there. Because you continue to wait because you know that we will come to you by your strength, by by your grace. And we thank you. Father, now that we've made that conscious decision to just pursue you, to always keep an eye out, to always keep our ears open, to always keep our minds open, to hear you, to feel you, to obey you. Father, we pray that you fill us up. Fill us up. Fill us up until we overflow, Lord. So we can make a difference in the lives of those around us. Because if we pursue you, everything about us changes. Amen. It changes for your glory. And Amen. people would see us, they would see your glory. Because Amen. you are all that we have. Amen. And it's just beautiful. Amen. We already have your image, Lord. But we want to glow. We want to glow for the world to see. Amen. And help us. Help Amen. us attain this. Amen. By just loving you Amen. daily. Father, daily as we leave, Father, let our whole life be an expression of your grace. Let our whole life be an expression of your love. Let our whole life be an expression of your power. Thank you so, so much, Lord. Thank you for always being with us. Thank you because you would never leave nor forsake us. Thank you because you will continually be our refuge, our strength, our shield, our fortress. We thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending him. Thank you. Thank you for the reconciliation, the peace that we're able to enjoy because of the death of our Lord and Savior. And Jesus, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank Amen. you for counting us worthy Amen. to die for us. Amen. Wow. Thank you for your grace. Wow. Amen. Be exalted, Father. Amen. Be exalted, Lord. Amen. We worship you because you alone are worthy. Amen. Accept all of our praise, Amen. all of our worship. Amen. Thank you because you know our hearts, oh Lord. Amen. And thank you because you would keep our hearts Amen. and keep us even Amen. closer to you. Amen. And thank you because we're strengthened with this commitment that we just made. Amen. Thank you because you see us through. Amen. And that we would look back on this day and say, Glory. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. We love you, Jesus. Amen. And we thank you so, so much. Amen. For loving us first. Amen. Because what can we do without them? Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Praise God for today. Um, it's just amazing. I am really excited for the year 2021. Because I know God will do something. 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 
Mm. Huge. Mm. And you'll be amazed. Mm. I mean, like, good, huge. And mm. you'll be surprised. Mm. Remember, he's God. He's got everything under control. Mm. And everything under the palm of his hands. Mm. Well, go into 2021 and go get it. Jesus got you. He's got me too. Stay out of trouble. Peace.